0: Delco, what is Delco? Urban Dictionary, maybe the best definition of any place in the history of any place. Delco is the nickname for Delaware County, not just a place to live, it's a way of life. Delco isn't something you obtain with a short visit while you're passing through, never has been, or don't actually live here, you just won't understand. Delco is something you can spot across the bar while out of town. Speaking of bars, there's 42 to one ratio when it comes to bars to libraries. And it's cool to be a 26 year old barback. You're just waiting for your bills big break. Delco people love being from Delco. I don't know if there's anything special from Delco except being a Delco guy. I kind of like it. Is up Delaware County, and welcome back for episode 15 of Delco Baseball Now. My name is Brendan Ricciardi. It's a snowy Monday afternoon up here in State College, Pennsylvania. The Eagles are going to the NFC Championship game. Oh, man, I should probably just start a Delco football podcast, to talk about the birds and, uh, and everything else going on here. But the fact of the matter here is that we are less than two months away from the start of the high school baseball season, really about a month away from the start of the college baseball season. For a lot of these D1 teams that are going south, to Carolinas, Arizona, Florida, wherever they may be going, and we are going to get rolling with interviews here. I want to try and get on as many guys as I can, whether that be players, uh, whether that be coaches. Some of the Delco teams probably start more with doing the college ones now, because just because the season starts earlier, and then get the high school guys on a little bit closer to the start of that season. Today, we will be joined in a little bit by Sammy Berman. He is a French Central alum. He is a Wallingford guy, so he would have gone to Strathaven if he'd gone to public school. You may know his brother Alex Berman from the Say Berm, uh Instagram and Twitter, TikTok, whatever, comedy videos of uh, people with Delco and Philly accents that never failed to amuse me. Um, you might know Berman's health shop, Marty B, and uh, those guys were a part of the Upper Derby Blue Sox. They still are uh, in the Delco League now, so it's going to be good to talk to Sammy. Just catch up with him. He's now at Hofstra going into his freshman season. So a lot to talk about there. Before we do that, I want to just cover a little bit of some of the news around the area just to kind of tie some knots. We got a couple of new head coach announcements coming from the Delco Baseball High School landscape. We'll start off with Devin Prep. Now, this is a dilemma that I have had a lot of different opinions on, and I want to just say one thing emphatically clear that I'm going to count devin prep is a delco school because you ask 10 different people you get 10 different explanations but i mean at the end of the day a there's a lot of delco kids to play for them you know the the field depending on where you look on the maps some said delaware county some don't I'm, i'm not even sure but the fact of the matter is the delco team that i play on wayne uses that as the home field so i think it would be wrong of me to come on the air here and say that Devon Prep is not a Delco school when, you know, it's being considered that for the Delco League too. They also play in a conference with a couple Delco teams in the PCL with Bonner, with Carroll, with OHara. So just for the the sake of the argument, you know, we're we're going to count them for Delco schools in terms of coverage. I'll try and hit, you know, like a lot of the conferences that have multiple schools that aren't in Delco like the PCL, you know, like the Interact. Like I'll try and do my best to kind of tie all the loose ends and and keep all of them together. But John Cowell will be taking over for the Devon Prep team. John is uh, currently working it On Deck. He is a Wayne alum as well. Uh, He will look to get the Tide back to the promised land. He will also be joined by Brian Miller, who will now be the head coach at Haverford High School. Not the Haverford School, Haverford High School. Brian is a Haverford baseball alum, so pretty cool to be able to see him get the chance to lead the program he grew up playing for and it's kind of just you know continuing the theme that there's a lot of younger head coaches getting opportunities in the area which is awesome like like my guy Tom Carey up Upper Darby you know it's it's becoming more common to let them have their opportunities uh so good luck to both of those guys i know uh, Haverford did not have the season they wanted last year i think they were maybe like 2 and 15 or something and and i know Devin Prep was under 500 too Devin Prep getting a brand new turf stadium that will be ready, I believe, for the start of the spring season. I would be surprised if, if it isn't. And uh, also, and on that note, Marple Newtown. It uh, looks like their turf field is, is going to be ready to go as well. That one has lights. I don't believe Devon Prep is going to get lights, but just some new places to play games in the area, especially when the weather is bad, which it often is during high school season and, and into the summer as well. I also mentioned I was going to do a little bit of Phillies talk on this show just because I feel like enough of my fan base is probably people that are from Delco and root for Philadelphia sports teams. If you're from Delco and don't root for the Phillies, then I'm just going to make you listen to it because you deserve it uh, for not supporting the hometown guys. I don't want to hear any excuses. Uh, really, at this point, I mean the Phillies roster looks like it's overall pr- pretty set, but I also said the same thing before this trade that just happened uh, about a week or two ago. Phillies traded Nick Maton, Matt Veerling, and Donnie Sands to the Detroit Tigers in exchange for Gregory Soto and Cody Clemens. My immediate reaction was very good. I think that Soto might have been the only all star on the Tigers, if not one of the few, uh, for the past two seasons. And, you know, the more I saw Tigers fans, basically, you know, saying that, you know, good luck, like the roller coaster ride, you know, he's a bit wild. And it kind of just made me think that he's basically just another Jose Alvarado and take that for what it's worth, that it's a lefty that throws hard. I think him and Alvarado combined for like 80% of the, the league's fastballs over 100 from lefties this year. And I mean, Alvarado, you know obviously you'll remember him for letting up the the bomb to Jordan Alvarez or you know some of the mishaps he had in the playoffs but i mean they weren't in the playoffs without him and the second half of the season that he had so it seems like the phillies are banking on their their pitching development staff to be able to take Soto and kind of give him that resurgence that Alvarado had i mean his numbers are great he's been great in the closer role you know that that low 3 ERA is awesome. People have been talking about his walks and it sounds a lot like Alvarado coming from the Rays. So it's a high upside thing and it's it's something that the Phillies haven't really been able to do very often in the past cuz they haven't had depth that other teams won. Like it, it stinks losing Mayton, it stinks losing Virling, you know, but at the same time like those guys are at the point where they're not really considered Prospects anymore. They're not really at the age now where it's like, oh, like we don't know what they're going to become, and and we don't want to you know risk them turning into like a star, and and we didn't really sell high on them. But I mean, Nick Maton is 25 years old. Matt Veerling is probably around there. I think he's 26 years old. So it's not like they're Bryson Stott's age, where you don't know what their ceiling is. Like I think it's very realistic to say that neither Nick Maton or Matt Veerling will ever be. I mean, they're never, I don't think they're ever going to be stars, but I don't think they're going to be above average starting players, especially on a contending team like the Phillies. So you are sacrificing a bit of depth, but you're understanding that you can get that production elsewhere, and you're shoring up a bullpen where the only lefty besides Alvarado that would really get much time was Brad Hand. And I don't think anybody here wants Brad Hand to be the guy that comes in to face a team's lefty that if Alvarado's unavailable so I, I like the move I don't think Donnie Sands was going to provide too much considering that they have JT they have Stubbs they are obviously confident in Rafael Marchand down in the minors too they wouldn't have traded Logan O'Happy in that Brandon Marsh trade if if they didn't either so I think that it's it's a good move I, I think that they're just going to need to hope that some guys like like even Scott Kingery you know throwback name right there can kind of just come back and show that they are worth a roster spot there's going to be some competition competitions for depth especially in the first couple months with Bryce Harper recovering from his injury I don't know I think that the team looks good I'll probably be a little bit closer to the season you know talk a little bit more about the Phillies and the rest of the league but that's really the most noteworthy thing at the moment I don't expect there to be too many more big moves coming from them but you never know with Dave Dombrowski. He's, he's nothing if not aggressive. All right, well, I guess that'll wrap up the Phillies talk here. We got a great interview coming up here with Sammy Berman. So let's welcome him on. are now joined by Sammy Berman, a freshman outfielder at Hofstra, also played his high school baseball at Friends Central. Most importantly, though, a Doku League champion with the Upper Derby Blue Sox. Sammy, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing today? I'm
1: doing great. Thanks for asking, brother.
0: Yeah, of course. It's good to have you on. I guess I should say good to have you back on. Uh, since the last time you were on the show, you know, it had a completely different name, and I think we were probably tied 1-1 going into... Game three, that Delco League final series before we face Murphy.
1: Right, exactly.
0: That was a crazy year. But uh, Sam, you are heading into your freshman season at Hofstra. How has your offseason been so far? Like, I've seen you hitting at that uh, the Philadelphia baseball training place, right?
1: Yeah, so basically, I just went there every day. I would um, hit in the morning, probably get there around 10, do my mobility for around 30 minutes, and then I'd jump right into hitting off the machine. Do my t work, front flips, then machine for about probably an hour, and then uh, after that I would throw, uh, pr- do plyos, and then head over to um, Rob Urbina, and uh, in Newtown Square, which is right down the road. It was real convenient for me.
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't been to the uh, the the PBT place yet, but it seemed like it was like a pretty good culture of a lot of college and pro guys, also some high school guys that would go in a lot. But you know, it's that whole like iron sharpens iron type thing
1: yeah absolutely it was a great great atmosphere I got to work out with kids I've known my whole life I mean you know Brady I got to meet up with a lot of kids too saw Nate Furman who I've known since I was six years old Brady who I've known my entire life as well and you know to just like work alongside those kids and you know just be around them was a was a great time
0: yeah, I so saw Nate come in, so I would usually go to On Deck. That's where I did most of my hitting and uh, and lifting there as well. But, you know, it seems like the culture of baseball around here, it just seems like everybody is, you know, a huge supporter of everybody around them. And everybody just loves to see the guys, like you said, that you've been growing up playing with and against be successful.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in our area, um, it's just like a lot of kids – Have this dream. And I don't know if it's just me, but I kind of realized that like in Delaware County, it's like it's very baseball oriented. And uh, a lot of like our big names that come out of this area um, aside from a few football players or mostly baseball guys. So kind of being from Delaware County puts that chip chip on my shoulder where it's like, all right, we're a baseball town and going to take that move
0: with it. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right, and that's pretty much honestly like the reason I started this whole show just to have guys like you on that have been able to play. You know, of course, media, little league. I'm, I'm biased here, uh, but you know, just guys that have been playing together, but also against each other this whole time. You know, like there's guys. Uh, I'm gonna talk to Alden Mathis at some point. Guys that like you hated playing against, but now that they're like past, you know, they're at that next level now. It's like, all right, well, I'm pulling for you now. You know,
1: I mean, there's guys that like. I mean, of course, you know, Kevin McGonagall and Anderson, all them. I did not like playing them at Bonner. But it's just like, obviously, now that we're all at the same level, doing different things. And um, it's just like you want to see guys like that, push forward and you know, all of us end in the same way, you know, in a good, good manner.
0: Yeah, it's just uh it's putting Delco on the map and you know, I think one thing I also wanted to ask about is like coming from, you know, in my opinion one of the better Delco baseball families cuz you got Marty B, you got Alex and Ben, you know, Leo had a great career until, you know, he decided to do other stuff, but like does it feel cool to be able to continue on that legacy, you know, going into your freshman season of college baseball?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being the youngest of the Bermans is uh definitely, you know, I I wouldn't say pressure but you know it does i try to stay away from it then just take what i've learned from my older brothers especially ally like i've talked before you know him and i talk hitting all the time same with benjamin and um you know just going through it and you know yeah it's definitely definitely a good thing that i got going in our family
0: <laughs> yeah and i think that's what was so cool about winning the championship in 2021 because like I imagine that was probably the first time you and Alex, just because the age gap have really been able to be on the same team, you know, and playing at a high level. So that, you know, especially with Marty as a coach as well. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, that was awesome. I, I think I've talked about this before. That that summer of baseball had to have been the most fun experience I've had before, considering not only was the Ducker League championship that summer, but the Big 26 was also great. Definitely summer to not forget. <laughs>
0: all right let's let's talk a little bit about the switch over to college baseball because it's you know it's your first year in college i was curious if you could talk a little bit about just like some of the differences that you've experienced between high school and college like in terms of practice you know lifting learning to manage your time just kind of like how you've been able to adjust
1: um yeah i mean i've always kind of had a hard work ethic considering where i came from when i was younger but you know um I think the the toughest thing between college and high school is definitely the pace of game and um, you know, the how hard the guys throw and well, not even just that, but the way that they can mix in an off speed pitch and throw a back foot slider when they want to, a low and away change up and a lot a lot of things I saw in high school were right handers trying to throw me a curveball to get it over the plate that I would end up uh doing damage to but at this level uh it's mostly guys attacking me with a fastball and righties staying away from that curveball that runs into my barrel and try and stay away with a, a changeup. up so I went through in the fall started off slow and then in our world series I was able to um tack on some hits and you know set a good reputation that I've had my whole life and um try to keep working towards that and as far as lifting goes, you know, it's very similar. I was blessed to grow up with the trainer like Rob. And, um, you know, that was that was no adjustment for me personally.
0: Going back to the one thing you said, I think a big part of your freshman year, like I was off of my freshman year. I hit like 200 and it's just kind of, you know, going through the struggles of just remembering, you know, who you were and how you got here. Like you wouldn't be here if you didn't, you know, have the talent and, and having a good staff that believes in you, too, also goes a long way.
1: Absolutely. I mean, our staff over here at Hofstra is tremendous. I mean, Frank Catalonato, um, our head coach is just everything I could ask for at, at like in a head coaching position. Um, I love our assistant coaches too, Coach Rowe and Coach Gals. You know, I couldn't ask for anything more as far as a coaching staff standpoint over here at Hofstra. Everything's perfect. It's run very professionally. All three of them played pro ball. Um, Cap played in the bigs for 14 years. Racked up around twelve hundred hits and three hundred hitter, and um, you know the just the tips he tells me, I just I just soak it in and um, definitely move with that in the right way.
0: I remember I remember when you came on the show. Uh, I think it was it was summer of twenty one, and I think that was around when he had just gotten hired, and and I didn't know I didn't know much about him, but you were you know tell me how you thought he was going to do a good job with the program. And here you guys are f- off your first ever NCA regional appearance uh, last year in Chapel Hill. So, like, I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about, like, the, the locker room right now. Like, people, you know, have the expectation, like, all right, we made the NCA tournament last year. Like, that's the standard now, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's actually, like, less than the standard. Um, our coaches, we always preach this, that uh, once you win the conference and do the shit that you're supposed to do, uh, you're five wins away. And, you know, once you get there, it's going to be the five hardest wins of your life, but who knows what can happen. And, you know, after that, that business is done, you're living a dream that uh, like rarely anybody gets to experience, especially at the division one level. So um, that's kind of what we're preaching right now is, of course, we're going to have a target on our back considering that we won conference last year and teams are going to come at us with a different, different demeanor. Um Coach also talks about how in the CAA two northern teams have won the past two years, us and Northeastern, and the southern teams kind of they don't they don't like that, so they're definitely going to come after us um, in a different way this year that uh, they didn't last year. So we just got to out the energy and you know of course, of course, coach preaches winning the conference, but right now it's instead of losing two games as soon as we get to the regional, it's winning the game, win another one three more and then you're in Omaha before you
0: know. Yeah, and that's the thing about college baseball that I didn't really get into it that much until like the last year or so. But you have a team like Ole Miss that's number 64, the last team in the field, and they win the whole thing. Like anything can happen once you get in. I think that's what I really enjoy about baseball. And it all comes down to pitching at the end of the day in those types of tournaments.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. Um, That's one thing, If and Coach talks about that. We don't have any guys who throw 95, 96 but, you know, if you can throw strikes and pitch to get guys out instead of pitch to strike them out, good things are going to happen with the seven guys behind you.
0: So you guys will start the season. Uh, I did not get the chance to look up where. I'm assuming late February probably, right?
1: Uh, Mid-February, 17th of February, we take a flight out to Fort Myers. We, uh, we'll open up the Florida Gulf Coast. So that'll be, that'll be real cool. We come back up north to play Albany at our place in late February, which will be an iceberg. But uh, right after that, we head out west to play Nevada for a three-game series.
0: Pretty cool way to start the career off. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So well, I guess at that point, probably about less than a month left. Uh, so what are you most excited for going into this freshman season? Like what are your you know personal and I guess team goals as well? So of course, our team
1: goals, my team goal for us is to win the conference. And of course, start by winning a game in a regional for the first time in program history um and of course going to omaha and you know who knows what can happen i'm not going to say like but because i believe if any team gets hot they can do whatever they want um as far as a personal goal i just want to hit man you know my my job's to hit so if i get a pinch hit opportunity early in the season do my best to capitalize and move from there and uh be the guy to call if anybody gets injured and uh You know, just use my stick like the way I have my whole life.
0: Yeah, naturally. And one thing I I wrote down that I wanted to talk about is I feel like, you know, when I was doing this preparation, like, you know, when I think about you, I think you've I think that, you know, you've been on a lot of winning teams, whether that be French Central, Upper Derby, you know, the big 26, like you mentioned, Little League. So do you feel like those types of experiences playing in those big games at a young age will help, you know, help you in your next level with that experience?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, not only that, but having my older brothers, you know, I'll tie this back to them rather than the experiences I've had through baseball, but, you know, just talking to my brothers and them letting me know what what to expect, how to deal with it, and also reaching out back to my high school coach, Coach John Rubin and Bob Wright, just to like let them know how I feel in these situations. They kind of tell me just uh, use methods like box breathing focus on one thing at a time and, you know, just, just breathe through it and try not to feel any pressure, you know, cause it's just baseball and the goal staff have fun.
0: Yeah. And, and once you get to college baseball, it's pretty cool that you'll see, you know, a lot of your teammates, you'll get to see, you know, how they were taught at a young age and like the different methods. And I think, you know, to be at your best potential in baseball, you're, you're kind of taking things from people along the way and, you know, just building, you know, you're a combination of all the people you've been around, really. You know, I think of like uh, like Johnny Gonzalez, you know, just being around him, like how, how much wisdom he has, um, you know, and I mean, you know, smoking cigs and drinking Coronas outside the dugout can get you a long way, right? That,
1: I mean, absolutely. Playing with Johnny and being around him and just like having a, a guy like my dad, around me all the time I mean that's the reason I love baseball you know my dad just constantly throwing me BP pushing me to get better and just wanting the best for me at all times I mean you know my dad and I we talk about baseball all the time it it, I mean it really does like fulfill all of our conversations if you want me to be honest but um, being surrounded by them just like my whole life is just like you know, that's been, that's been my identity. You know, I don't want to say I'm just a baseball player, but it's, it's a big part of who I am. And, you know, to be where I am today is um, not solely through baseball, but definitely a, a big, a big uh, fraction of it.
0: Yeah. Trust me as your neighbor, they could hear the batting cages from my house. I know that it's always uh it's always baseball in the Berman household. Hell yeah. That's how it's oh. been. Most likely how it will be. Listen. As long as the Delco League still exists, there'll be Burmans playing baseball. Uh, is that? Or do you plan on coming back to the Blue Sox this summer? or are You plan on going somewhere else? Um, this summer, I'm not really
1: sure what I'm going to do. I think it's based um, based upon how this like season like plans out. Um, depends how many at bats I get. I think if I don't get a certain amount of at bats, my coaches may want to send me away. Um, if I get the admirable amount of at bats that I want, may be able to come home. But I do think that next summer um I'll be sent to a league, whether it's in the Carolinas, up north to New York, uh, Connecticut, anywhere up there. But um as far as this summer goes, I may be in the Delta League, maybe in the ACBL or the Hamptons.
0: You know, I was I was really looking forward to a, a finals rematch where we're we're both not injured uh, like this year. We got to combine one at bat.
1: <laughs> that at bat was bad for me. You know, it's tough being thrown in that situation. But I think even talking about that, you know, it's like that kind of helped me suit up for the fall because it was like you know can dude, that kid throws cheese, and then it was just like, all right, that's that's kind of what to expect being thrown in that situation. And you know, that's kind of what I'm gonna go through this whole year if you want me to be honest you know i mean i maybe in florida first weekend i'll get a call in the seventh inning yo berman get your glove, get your bat ready and i'll be going in there against some kid in fort myers throwing 94 to 96 and got to put a bat on the ball and that's my opportunity to do damage and
0: you know set my set the tone for what's what's ahead of me yeah if there's any you know Piece of advice I would have, like I said, from a not great freshman year, is kind of just you know, even if it doesn't start off, just know that you're there for a reason, and and any time that that opportunity comes, you know, even you know, f- being physically ready is one thing, but being mentally ready is just as important. I think it's
1: definitely important to be, of course, like being physical,
0: physically prepared
1: is like very important. If if you can like program your mind to deal with pressure. Um, deal with adversity I don't think anybody can stop anything can stop me any, any, anything can
0: stop anybody who has that right frame of mind absolutely man alright well I wish you the best I will be following along this year and I better be seeing you guys back on ESPN in June playing for regional maybe I'll take a little road trip who knows
1: yeah that's the goal man win the conference and win five more baby yes sir let's go from there alright man
0: uh, best of luck uh, appreciate you taking the time to come on. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate it, sir. All right. Thank you once again to Sammy Berman for taking the time to come on the show really excited to see how his freshman season as well as the freshman season of many of our Delco guys who are starting the next chapter of their baseball career goes. If you have any suggestions for people that you would like to hear on the show, whether that be high school, college, professional, you can send us a DM, I believe, at Delco Baseball on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is just the Delco Baseball now name. Uh, You can send my personal accounts too if you want, but one way or another, we will be getting through a lot of Delaware County baseball for the next couple weeks, getting into the season. Haven't exactly decided how the you know, the regular season for uh, high school and college is going to go once my own season for Penn State club baseball gets started, but I'm going to do what I can. I-, I would like to have the show at least once or twice a week. I'm currently in a podcasting class at Penn State, so I want to see if I can use this as my you know, project for the course and just kind of implement stuff along the way. But for now, Delco Baseball is on the mind. We will have more interviews coming very soon. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.